Welcome to the La Ivana podcast. I am Ivana, your host, life coach, and motivational blogger. I'm here to help you create your own version of a dream life. Each week, you'll hear mindset shifts and action steps that you can implement into your daily life to start living a life you're excited about. Are you ready to go all in on your dreams? Then, let's get started. Hi, everyone. Welcome to today's live. Today, I'm going to be talking about 10 steps to develop emotional resilience and emotional maturity. So this video is so important. This conversation is so important because we go through our lives through our emotions. So might as well learn to manage them because just think how many times did you wake up feeling good, everything was okay, and then you came, you come to work, your coworker says something, and immediately your mood is ruined, your entire day is ruined. We need to stop with that. We need to take control of our emotions instead of relying on other people to make us feel a certain way. We it's it's your control to make yourself to make yourself feel happy. So in today's video, by following these 10 steps, you will become more grounded and more stable with your emotions. And that changes your entire life. Rather than going up and down with your emotions, depending on what's external of you, depending on other people, on what's happening in the world, it is your control to build this stability and this resilience. And I'm so glad that you are here because in today's video, that's exactly what we're going to talk about. So in no particular order, this is just how steps came up to me when I was brainstorming ideas for this live stream. But thing number one that I'm going to be talking about is if you want to develop emotional resilience, if you want to become emotionally mature, you need to stop bypassing or avoiding your emotions. Because how many times and I see this even in the world, you know, the kid is crying and the parent is like, oh, don't cry, don't cry, here, eat something. And that something is often junk food. And it's, we are taught, we have been brought up in a way that encourages avoiding your emotions, numbing your emotions. You know, you feel bad, you feel frustrated or sad. And what do you do? You turn on Netflix, you rely on the office. <laughs> Or you eat some junk food and you numb your emotions through the food that makes you feel good. For a moment, of course, that is just short term. And then when you eat that, you feel even worse because you didn't process that emotion. And that emotion is still stuck in your body. So we need to stop bypassing or avoiding or escaping our emotions and just indulging in either that's Netflix or junk food or sleeping or whatever that is, stop avoiding your emotions. And when we're talking about avoiding your emotions, for me, the first thing that comes up in today's society is toxic positivity. And I've never Googled the actual definition of toxic positivity, but the way that I see it is... You know how in Law of Attraction, it's this quote, like attracts like. What you think about, you create more of. So it's like you think positive thoughts and you will create more positivity into your life. Think about what you're grateful for and you will create more things to be grateful for in your life. 
And what that has created is we feel afraid to experience bad emotions. You're like, well, you know, if I feel sad, then I'm going to attract more events that are going to make me feel sad. If I think a negative thought, then I'm going to bring more negativity into my life. So then you just avoid your emotions. You feel bad, you feel sad or disappointed or frustrated, and you avoid that. We have become afraid to experience, to feel our emotions, because we think that it might create more of it. But if you're feeling, in, if you're being intentional with it, you're not going to create more of it. Instead, you're going to end the story. Once you understand your emotion, once you process your emotion, once you learn from that emotion, lesson learned, moving on. But until you learn the lesson and our emotions are here to teach us some lessons, until you learn that, you're going to just repeat the same thing over and over again. The same situation, but with different characters is going to happen again. Because, you know, for example, I'm going to use the example of relationships. I used to be extremely jealous in my previous relationships, but I was just avoiding them, that emotion. I never tried to understand it. I never tried to understand myself. And instead I was just like, I was blaming the other person or I was trying to avoid that jealousy. But what that created is jealousy happening in every relationship. So different partner, same feeling because I didn't learn anything from that jealousy that was going on in my life that was happening internally. So the same cycle was happening over and over again. And that's what happens if you avoid your emotions, if you don't address them, they are just going to keep happening. And another thing is positive affirmations. And I love positive affirmations. I use them every single day, but I use them intentionally. And what this toxic positivity <laughs> teaches us is, well, you know, if you feel self-doubt, repeat some affirmations. If you feel like you're not good enough, say to yourself, you know what? I am good enough. <laughs> and that just avoids everything. It's like a shortcut. And you even feel like you're lying to yourself because you're not addressing the actual situation. So nothing against positive, positive affirmations, but you need to use them intentionally. Otherwise, nothing is going to change. Nothing is going to change if you feel like you're not good enough or not confident enough. And then suddenly you're like, yeah, I am confident enough. I am the most confident person in the room. That's just you avoiding what's actually going on instead of just maybe asking yourself, why specifically am I feeling this self-doubt? So stop avoiding things and instead try to understand yourself. And the next thing that I want, so that was thing number one. Don't bypass or avoid or try to escape or numb your emotions. The next thing to do, if you want to develop emotional resilience, emotional stability, emotional maturity, and emotional intelligence, is like what I started saying is use your emotions to understand yourself, to understand your triggers and your reactions, 
why are you feeling a certain way? What's making you feel a certain way? So, for example, you know, I was dealing a lot with jealousy in my life. So if you feel jealous, for example, instead of trying to blame other person and seeing everyone else as a threat or as a problem, ask yourself, what specifically is making me feel this way? And this work needs to go a few levels a few levels deeper because oftentimes oftentimes what can come up at first is well that girl is making me feel jealous or stuff like that but that's not the actual thing for me i have discovered a lot of insecurities by doing this work by using my emotions to understand my triggers my reactions the root of what was going on i have learned a lot about my insecurities and when you start to use your emotions in this way to understand yourself to help yourself grow and evolve as a human being then your emotions can be such a beautiful tool and such a simple tool because it is present in your daily life you don't have to wait to feel you are already feeling something so once you start using your emotions to understand yourself, it can show you areas of your life where you need healing. And that is, that's such an amazing transformation for your life. That's why I said that this conversation is huge and no one talks about this. Like in your life, probably in your family or friends, like oftentimes, as kids, we were taught to avoid our emotions, don't cry, don't feel that way. You know, we were shamed, we were judged for feeling a certain way. But if we actually use our emotions to understand ourselves, it can be such a good way to improve your life, to create better results in your life and to create healthier relationships with other people as well and to create better relationship with yourself because so often you know you feel a certain way and then you start shaming yourself you start feeling bad about feeling bad because you're like well law of attraction said that there is so much to feel grateful for why the hell am i feeling negative it's because you're human and you're meant to experience the entire spectrum of emotions not just good emotions, positive emotions, but all of the emotions. And you can use all of those emotions to learn more about yourself. If you feel good about something, take note of it so that you can remind yourself, oh, that makes me feel good. I actually want to do that. I actually want to go in that direction. And the same thing if you're feeling bad or frustrated or disappointed, take note of that. Realize, oh, wait, I actually don't enjoy this go a bit deeper realize what's going on it's going to help you learn so much about yourself and it's going to make your life easier in so many different areas of your life even as i've said you know jealousy it's going to make your relationships much more healthier when you know how to navigate that when you know what's the cause of that when you know what's what the hell is going on in that area it's going to make your life so much better and I'm so glad you're watching this video because it's going to help you improve your life. And next thing is not if you want to 
build your emotional resilience and emotional intelligence, don't overindulge in your emotions. So this is the opposite from the first thing. The first thing that I told you was don't avoid your emotions. And oftentimes what I see happening is, and what I've experienced, of course, as well, is if you're not avoiding your emotions, you might be overindulging in them. So what I mean by this is, and there is actually a study that, uh, according to the brain scientist, whose name is Jill Taylor, they discovered that the average human emotions lasts 90 seconds. 90 seconds. So the actual chemical reaction in your body when you're feeling emotion lasts 90 seconds. And think about when was the last time that you experienced an emotion for 90 seconds? It was probably days where we're calling it a mood. You know, you are, you experience an emotion, which is the chemical reaction that lasts 90 seconds. And then you overindulge in it. You create a story. For example, you know, you wake up, you feel good, you go to work, and your colleague says something that you're like, you, you, it frustrates you in the moment, or it makes you feel angry in the moment. 90 seconds, you experience it in your body, and then you start creating a story about it. You're thinking to yourself, well, probably... She thinks that because X, Y, Z. No, no, no. Maybe that person told her that. So that's why she thinks that. And then an hour later, you're like, you know what? It has actually nothing to do with me. She's just unsatisfied in her life. And now she's just projecting it onto me. And you create. And then, <laughs> and then you come home from work eight hours later and you tell to your you call your friend and you're like, you will never believe what that person told me. So your emotion, which was initially 90 seconds, somehow ended up being the entire day. It ruined your entire mood. And then you just prolonged it. And that's a choice. I want to talk about it. That's a choice. Because if something happened to you 10 days ago and you're still dwelling on it that's a choice if you're still thinking about it if you're still letting it ruin your day that's a choice it is your choice to then feel bad because you can decide you can decide to just move on to stop thinking about it if you have processed that if you have understood that situation yourself if you have gained what you had to gain from that experience it's okay to move on. But so often we just, we stay stuck in those emotions. And what happens actually with time, those emotions stay stuck in us. And we become a person who is always frustrated or whatever that is. And that's something that uh, Joe Dispenza talked about. He was like, at first it's a reaction. But then if you stay in that, like something like that, <laughs> something like along the lines of, if you stay in that reaction, it becomes a mood for a specific amount of time, maybe for some hours, or maybe you're in a certain mood for a few days. But then if you decide to stay in that emotion, it becomes your personality. 
And then you just become a person who is always frustrated, who is always jealous, who is always in a certain mood because you overindulge in that emotion. But you can always change. You can always decide to move on, to let that past experience be in the past and move on. Stop overindulging in those emotions. Stop creating stories around it, giving it meaning. When you give it some negative meaning, it just lingers longer. You don't have to do that. Some things can just be a part of your past. You don't have to overindulge and repeat the same story to yourself every single day. Complain about the same thing. Vent to your friends about the same thing. And then over time, you just become a person who always does that. You can stop overindulging in these experiences, in these emotions. Uh, by the way, here are my notes, so that's why I'm looking here. And the next thing to develop emotional resilience and emotional maturity is not dumping your emotions on other person. And this is, for example, in my coaching programs, we have one-on-one -on -one weekly sessions and then my clients have boxer access to me in between our sessions. So when you sign up to work with me, you have my support throughout the entire time. And my clients know that for a boxer, boxer is like a messaging app. It's like WhatsApp, let's say. They know that the most productive thing for them to the, the most productive way for them to use Boxer and to get the most out of our coaching experience is not to dump whatever happens, all the emotions in the Boxer. Because there is a difference. You know how many times you've experienced something, you feel frustrated in the moment and you're like, oh my God, I need to tell someone about this. And that's never a good conversation. That's never a productive conversation. That's just venting. That's just listing problems. It's nothing good ever happens out of those conversations. On the other hand, when you give yourself five minutes even to calm down, when you give yourself some time to reflect, to reflect on what happened, to process that emotion, the conversation that happens after that, the maybe the questions for my clients, the questions that they ask after they have processed the emotions are so much better, so much more productive. And the transformation that happens in our coaching container when they use Voxer in this way is insane. It's insane. So much can be achieved because then you are in this productive mindset. You are using your emotions in a productive way. You're learning from those emotions instead of just dumping your emotions on another person. So the advice for this would be just give, or the challenge, I'm giving you a challenge for this week to when you notice yourself thinking, oh my God, I need to tell someone about this. When you notice yourself thinking that, unless it's about this video, if you're like, if you're watching this video and you're like, Oh my God, everyone Everyone needs to know this then. Let everyone know about this video. No, but in your real life, when you go through some situations and you're like, oh my God, 
what the hell happened? I need to tell everyone about this or I need to tell someone about this. I need to call my friend. I need to tell my partner about this. In the heat of the moment, nothing good comes out of that heat of the moment. So the challenge that I have for you for this week is give yourself five minutes, just five minutes, breathe, first of all, when you notice yourself thinking, oh my God, I need to tell X, Y, Z about this. Just breathe. And give yourself five minutes, you know, try to maybe understand yourself, understand that situation, ask yourself like, what's what's actually going on? What's making me feel this way? Process that emotion a bit. Understand yourself a bit. And understand your reaction in that situation. And then see what kind of conversation is going to come up from that place. Instead of just dumping and being like, oh my God, the worst thing happened. Just, just give yourself five minutes and see what happens. That's my challenge. And that's also the difference between being, you know, in the personal growth world, you hear about being proactive versus reactive. So proactive, being proactive with your emotions would be processing, them. you know, asking yourself, what's making me feel this way? Trying to understand yourself, giving yourself time to go through that emotion. And on the other hand, being reactive is just reacting to everything, being like, oh my God, just giving your attention to everything in the moment. And just, it feels like you don't have any control of that. You feel like you don't have any control of your emotions if you're just reacting to everything. And instead, just build this emotional maturity and try to understand yourself a bit better. Take, take a step back when something, oh my God, happens and give yourself some time. And I just, I now remembered, I know that for the previous uh, step, I said not overindulging in emotions. And I said that uh, this brain scientist discovered that the average emotion lasts 90 seconds. And now what came to me is like, well, if something bad happened in your life, like for example, if you if you lost someone, or if you had a difficult breakup, or if you got fired, or I don't know what, give yourself time to heal as well. It's like, if you just got fired from a job that you've had for the last 10 years, it's no one expects you to be like, okay, I'm going to give myself 90, 90 seconds to get better, to heal or whatever. No, just give yourself time to heal, but then after a while, just give yourself a new opportunity. But what, what this talks about, these 90 seconds, it's more of, I would say, these daily emotions in our lives, you know. You hear something and immediately your mood shifts and stuff like that. Those are the emotions that I would say last 90 seconds, you know, those daily emotions. You maybe feel lazy or unmotivated, or, or or jealous or whatever that is that's 90 seconds you know after that it's like move on <laughs> for the smaller things all right so i just wanted to address that
And uh, the next thing is making, if you want to develop your emotional resilience, which you do because you're still watching this video, the next thing is making decisions from a grounded, neutral place. And you know, you know that tip, you know, when you go to the grocery store, don't go hungry, go with the list. And that's because we, we don't make good decisions. You know, when you are at the grocery store, you're hungry, you're not going to make best decisions. You're going to choose what's the quickest, what's the simplest. And then you're going to come home and then you're going to be like, oh, I wish that I bought something healthier. So that's that in the moment or for our emotions, you know, making decisions from the intense high or low in the moment. So try to just come to the place where you feel calm where you feel calm and grounded and stable and make decisions from that place you know because that creates smarter and more productive more beneficial decisions rather than okay i'm just going to go with this in the moment you make a commitment and then a day later you're you are regretting it so give yourself some time again when it comes to making decisions Allow yourself to come to this place where you feel grounded, where you feel stable, and then make a decision. Then the next thing is not attaching yourself to other people's emotions. So this can happen like the same way that I just said, don't dump your emotions on someone else. The same thing can happen to you. You know, someone can dump their emotions on you. And if you are not being mindful in the moment, you might start agreeing with them, you know, seeing their point of view, being like, yeah, of course you feel frustrated. And then you start feeling frustrated. You start attaching yourself, identifying yourself with that emotion. And then you start experiencing the same emotion. But beforehand, you felt calm, you were good. And then in the moment, someone else's emotion impacted yours. So in moments like those, you need to remember that that is their experience. You know, this list that I'm sharing with you, these 10 things are for each individual and you cannot fix their emotions for them. You can't process their emotions for them. That's their work. It's their work to not avoid their emotions, to not overindulge, to not dump their emotions. Like that's their work. You cannot do any of these steps for them. It's for each individual. And in when you're noticing that someone is venting or dumping their emotions on you, instead of attaching yourself to those emotions and you know you start feeling that same emotion, Instead, you can just listen. You can just observe. You can just be there and detach, you know, come into the conversation thinking, these are not my emotions. I'm good. I'm feeling good. I'm having a good day. What they're experiencing is their experience. It has nothing to do with me. And then you can just offer your presence as a listener and they can just talk because you know what that's oftentimes what they need they don't need advice they don't come let's say that you live with a partner and they come home from work and they're like oh my god i'm feeling so frustrated my boss told me xyz 
they're not asking you for advice. In those situations, most of the time, when people start dumping their emotions on you, they're not asking for advice most of the time. They just need someone to listen. So you can either be there, not detach yourself from any emotion that they are experiencing. You don't have to say it out loud. You don't have to tell them, you know what? I'm going to detach myself from your emotions. That's just the intention that you can set for yourself. Coming into the conversation, you can think to yourself, whatever emotion comes up from them, that's their emotion, that's their experience, that's their lesson. And then you can detach. And the other choice that you have is remove yourself from that situation. Because you know that those situations can be heavy a lot of the times. And you don't have to be in that in that room. You can distance yourself from that. You can remove yourself from those frustrations. You know, it can also happen at work. Let's say you have a lunch break and some of your coworkers, they are frustrated, they are arguing. You don't necessarily have to be in that room. So that's also a choice you have. It's either be in the same room, in that presence, and internally set an intention that you're not going to experience those emotions or just leave the room and just say that you're not available for those conversations. And that's it. Now, the next thing is letting go of the need to fix other people's emotions. So if you consider yourself a highly sensitive person or a highly empathetic person, you might have this tendency to want to fix other people's emotions because if someone is sitting in front of you, they're feeling sad, you're feeling sad. You're feeling those emotions. You are connecting to those emotions and there can be a part of you that wants to fix that. But you need to remember that that's not your job. That's not your responsibility. Even though it hurts to see them that way, it's not your responsibility to make them feel happy. If someone is, if your friend is sitting in front of you and she's sad because she just, I don't know, went through a divorce or something, and you kind of started attaching yourself, you kind of started feeling sad as well, it's not your responsibility to make her feel happy suddenly. She has to go through her own process. So just remember that. Remember that other people's emotions are not your responsibility. And this doesn't mean, you know, you can be an idiot to someone else. Like it just means that you can be, you can make choices for yourself, you can be in your emotions for yourself and your other people's emotions are not your responsibility. And of course, don't go now, don't go around and offend people or throw insults or whatever. That is your responsibility. You know, what comes out of your mouth, if it's negative, if you're offending someone, if you're insulting someone, if you're treating other people with disrespect, that is your responsibility. But if you're being a genuinely kind human, 
and someone feels a certain way, it's not your responsibility to fix other people's emotions. And the only thing that you can actually do is you can work on yourself. You can work on building your own, developing your own emotional resilience, emotional maturity, emotional intelligence. This work is on you. I mean, instead of going around trying to fix other people's emotions, you can look at all these 10 things that I'm sharing with you today and just go through them one by one. Like that is your work. And instead of um, thinking that you need to do the work for someone else, because we often think that it's easier to change someone else's behavior or someone else's emotions, just do the work yourself. It's not the easiest thing. This is the process. This is not something that can be done in 90 seconds, but this is the only thing that you have control over. You only have control over your own decisions, what your behaviors, your choices, your emotions, your thoughts, your beliefs, your what you say, that is completely under your control. So instead of focusing on fixing other people's emotions, do the work on you. That's the only thing that you can do. You can never change someone else. You can never make someone else create a change in their life. You can only do the work for yourself and then lead by example. All right, so the next thing is, oh, I love this one. Not relying on others to change or impact the way you feel. And the same way that it is not your job to fix someone else's emotions in the same way it's not someone else's job to fix your emotions and so often i mean i love this one because you know what it's so common so often we hear like you want someone else to make you feel happy you want someone else to give you financial independence financial financial security you know whatever you want someone else to or you wait for someone else to start doing some things. You wait for someone to join you, to start traveling. There's a lot of waiting. There's a lot of relying on others, expecting others to change so that you can be happy. None of that. If you want to be emotionally stable, if you want to be in control of your emotions, if you want to be emotional badass, you need to stop relying on other people to change the way you feel or to impact the way you feel. You need to work on all of these 10 steps yourself rather than wait for someone to do this work for you. <clears throat> it is your work. So if you want to become emotionally resilient, you need to stop relying on others to do something or maybe you're waiting for someone else to change. Maybe someone you live with, you're waiting for them to change, to be, to behave a certain way so that then you can feel a certain way. Instead, ask yourself, how can I feel that way now? Because you are in control of your emotions and stop outsourcing that responsibility onto someone else. It is your responsibility, which is amazing because then 
it is only you that needs to work on these things. Because otherwise, if you think, if you are relying on someone else to change in order for you to feel a certain way, then there's a lot of waiting. There's a lot of frustration. There's a lot of, oh, I wish they would just realize. There's a lot of that, a lot of disappointment, a lot of, oh, why, they, why don't they just do this? But once you realize that you are in control of your life, you are in control of your emotions, then it's only you. And you can start that change right now. How amazing is that? You can start changing your life right now. Insane. Imagine, instead of waiting for others to make you feel a certain way. So what can you do right now to improve your life? What can you do right now to work on your happiness? What can you do right now to become the person that you want to be rather than relying on others to make you feel a certain way or waiting on others to join you so that you can start living a certain way? How can you create the change that you want in your life? That's, that's transformative. That is so powerful. Your entire life changes. And the relationship you have with yourself changes as well because you start building self-trust. You start relying on yourself. You start believing that you can handle things instead of waiting for someone else to make you feel a certain way or to do something for you or whatever that is. Take control over your life right now because you can you can do that right now because it requires only you. So are you ready? Are you willing to take control over your life and to start improving your life right now rather than wait for someone else? I love that. The uh, Oh, I wanted to scroll on my laptop. The next thing to develop emotional resilience, emotional maturity is not basing, and I love this one as well, not basing your actions or your decisions on how others might feel about them. And I see this a lot because I work with a lot of people pleasers. You are used to do things that are expected of you. And you think that if you decide something, if you choose to do something differently, what if other others feel hurt? What if Others think that you are selfish or whatever. And a lot of guilt comes with that. A lot of guilt comes with you even considering doing things that you enjoy because we are brought up. Again, a lot of this comes from our childhood and the way that we've been brought up and the things that we've been taught in our childhood. And in our childhood, we've been taught that what you're doing is affecting someone else. You did this and it made someone feel a certain way. It made, you know, when a mother says to her kid, don't do that, you're making me feel frustrated, you're making me feel angry. And now we think that our actions and our decisions are making everyone else feel a certain way. Because just like that example, your parents were always like, oh, you're making me feel X, Y, Z. And you go through life and you're basing your actions and your decisions on how others might feel. 
But what you need to understand and what everyone needs to understand is that we are all individually responsible for our emotions. And it's not that what someone else does is making you feel a certain way. Potentially, what you're thinking about it makes you feel a certain way, which is for the next step that I have on this list. But you need to take responsibility over your emotions. And in the same way, it would be beneficial for other people to take responsibility over their emotions. And they are responsible for their emotions. So whether you do whatever you want, it's not directly, it, it doesn't directly impact how someone else is going to feel if it doesn't concern them. So that's a lot of time what comes up with my clients is this, what if I do this and they feel disappointed? What if they feel like X, Y, Z? And you just need to understand that it's not your job to live your life based on what other people expect you to do. You can't, you know what? Even I have put off, I remember I had a YouTube channel in 2017 and I quit doing YouTube because I was like, yeah, but what if the people that I knew, what if they cringe? What if they think, oh my God, look at what Ivana is doing. Oh, that's hilarious. But you can't live your life based on what someone else is going to think. And now, 2023, I have done so much work on myself throughout these years that now going live is, is just what I do. I don't even film a video and then edit it. There is no editing in this video that you're just watching. I'm like, what happens, happens. I just trust myself. I developed this confidence because I started to prioritize myself. I started to believe in myself and to just follow what makes me feel good. And it's like what comes up oftentimes with, you know, what other people are going to think. I'm like, other people can think that this is cringy. Other people can think, other people can disagree. Other people can misunderstand me other people can think like oh my god what she's saying it's pure bs it's terrible other people can think that sure but i cannot be one of those people i need to be my biggest cheerleader i need to believe in myself and what other people are thinking that's that's none of my business whatever you think about me that's none of my business that's your thoughts that's your brain that's your mind and I just need to work on my own. So that's it. That's when you want to become resilient, you, you need to prioritize yourself. You need to do things that make you feel good. Of course, as I've said before, not being disrespectful towards other people, not being like, oh yeah, I want to do this. And then, I don't know, offending or assaulting others or being behaving terrible towards other people. It's not that. It's just prioritizing yourself, prioritizing your dreams, prioritizing your values and what matters to you instead of doing what's expected of you or what you think is going to be the most accepted. None of that. You can't live your life based on what someone else is going to think. And I remember a quote, I think, uh, Samantha Jones from Sex and the City said, if I cared about 
what other people think of me, I wouldn't leave my house. <laughs> and I love that because, yeah, it's just like if you focus on other people's opinions and if you prioritize that, you're not going to achieve much. You're not going to achieve much because you're just going to focus like, oh, how can I make them like me? And then you're just going to water down yourself. You're just going to be like a half of you. You're not going to express yourself to the fullest because you're trying to fit in. You're trying to be what other people expect you to be so that they feel good. You can't. You can't live your life like that. You have to prioritize yourself. You have to understand yourself. You have to build a good and stable relationship in yourself. You need to build emotional resilience so that even if there is a conflict, you don't run away. You don't avoid conflict. And instead, you just you can be honest. You can be honest about what matters to you. Instead of avoiding conflict because you're afraid that you might hurt someone. You just, you can't live your life. You can't base your actions and your decision decisions on what someone else might think or how someone else might, might feel. That's their responsibility. Your responsibility is to make the most out of your life. Your responsibility is to go after your dreams and to achieve them and to live an insanely amazing life that is your responsibility and you're not going to do you're not going to achieve that while you're living your life in fear of hurting someone or disappointing someone you can be a good person and still go after your dream life it's not one or the other you can do both so just follow your values Follow what you feel good about and let the others think whatever they want. And the next thing to do if you want to develop emotional resilience is processing the thoughts behind your emotions. Once you get deeper into this work, and this is mindset work, working on your thoughts, on your beliefs, once you do this work, you are going to be emotionally stable because you are going to understand your emotions. You are going to be able to even generate the emotions that you want because your emotions come from your thoughts. So the actual process is first you have a thought in your mind. That thought creates an emotion that emotion then leads you to action or inaction. Because if in the beginning, if, a, if it's a disempowering thought, you feel lazy, unmotivated, you're not going to take any action. And if it's empowering, if you start feeling good, if you start feeling motivated, you're going to take action. So it all starts with your thought. And then your actions or inactions are going to lead you to your either desired results, what you actually want to achieve, or lack of your results if you are stuck in inaction. So this is the, the majority of the work that I do with my clients in my one-on-one -on -one coaching program. We work on mindset. 
because everything starts in your mind. Everything starts with, you know, what meaning are you giving to certain things? Everything. It's all in your mind, you know, limiting beliefs that you have that, you know, when you think about it, like I shut down my YouTube channel in 2017 because I had this thought, this limiting belief, like this fear, worry, anxiety, whatever that is. What if someone watches my channel or finds my videos and thinks that they're cringy or that they're not good enough? And it made me feel unmotivated. I didn't want to create videos. Of course, you're not going to want to show up and show your face if you think that other people are going to laugh at you and if you prioritize that. So that's what I prioritized. I didn't prioritize my goal, which was to inspire, to help people. I didn't prioritize that. I was like, what if someone finds my channel and they disagree or they leave a negative comment or actually, yeah, my biggest fear was that someone that I knew, whoever from the group of the people that I used to hang out with in my high school or in college, I was like, what if someone from that group of people finds my channel and then they all watch it together, they point finger and they're like, oh my God, look at what Ivana is doing. That was my biggest fear. And I prioritized that that belief, that fear, and that led to inaction and that led to lack of results because how are you going to inspire the people that you want to inspire on YouTube if you're not on YouTube? <laughs> so yeah, you need to understand your limiting beliefs. You need to work on that. And that's what I do with my clients. So if you want to work with me, you I have a six-week one-on-one coaching program, which includes six one-on-one Zoom meetings, sessions, and boxer support in between our sessions. So throughout the entire program, you have my support, and boxer is amazing. It's also for that communication in between our sessions. So any additional coaching, any feedback, any encouragement, accountability throughout the entire program, whatever you need, you have it. So... If you want to work on your limiting beliefs, if you want to work on your mindset so that you can create empowering emotions, which are going to lead you to taking action that's required of you to then create the result that you want to have, then I invite you to join my one-on-one coaching program because that's exactly what I do with my clients. I help them also process their, their emotions, not avoid them, not overindulge with them, but use their emotions in a productive way, in a way that then empowers them to take action, to then create their results that they want. So if you want to do this work, you can apply to work with me. The link is in the description below. And that is all for today's video. Thank you so much. It was a huge conversation. I hope that it helped you just try to understand your emotions and work on your emotional resilience. You can leave a comment below if there is something that resonated the most with you. And other than that, I will see you in the next video. Thank you so much for watching and have a great day, everyone. Bye, guys. 
You just finished listening to an episode on the Laivana podcast. If you liked today's episode, make sure to leave me a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Take a screenshot of this episode and share it over on Instagram. I'd really appreciate it. And if you'd like even more tips and action steps to start creating the life of your dreams, head over to my blog, laivana.com and binge on all the motivational content. Thank you for listening to this episode. Have an amazing day and I'll talk to you soon.